The Switch Indie Showcase dropped a heavy stack of new games with previews and release dates. We'll talk about some of our top picks. And some very exciting announcements coming out of EA Games. We've got all this news and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. with a brand new episode bringing you the best video game news, the biggest video game news that you need to know that happened this past week. We're the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single week we're bringing you all the news um, about this video game industry that we all love. My name is Erock the Red. I'm joined every week by Full Clip. How are you today, buddy? What's going on? Doing good, man. Fully recovered since last episode. How are That's you? good. Dude, now I'm struggling. So... You know, since last episode, I've since I've gotten the COVID. I'm getting over it. So this is, you know, we we had to delay the recording this episode, um, but I'm feeling better. I'm a little congested, but I'm, you know, I'm back. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I got my energy back. So you good know, deal. Yep, yep. It's it's it, it was rough. The biggest issue was like, dude, I had no desire to play any video games. Oh yeah, I was well, I was you? stuck at home. For a week, I was quarantined, but dude, I just wanted to lay on the couch. I just watched like some movies and stuff like that, you know. And then yeah. it's just a couple nights ago that I was like, I got some energy back, and you know, I had a beer and, and stayed up and played some mm-hmm. video games. So, um, yeah. yeah. What about you? You you been playing anything? Doing anything exciting? Little old, little new. Uh, got back on that Call of Duty Atomic Camo grind. Got uh, nice. one more gold gun. Got another one right around the corner. Uh, it's just yeah. Uh, it's interesting. The whole King Kong and uh, Godzilla added into the oh. game, as well as Snoop Dogg. It's it's crazy. Did it's you weird. try the King Kong Godzilla mode thing? No, I think that's mostly in Warzone, but some yeah. of like the titles and the operators carry over into multiplayer. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. been interesting. And then the other thing I played was uh, a newer game. Uh, I think it came out at the end of April called Godlike Burger. It's a lot like uh, Overcooked or Cooking Mama. Where you have to fill those orders, except it's got like a little bit of a twist to it. Uh, there's like some murderous elements. Um, good fun, dude. I love a good burger. I'm excited to. Um, uh, I saw you release some some gameplay of you playing that. I'm excited to go watch that. See what that game's all about. It looks interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I, I uh, when I did finally get to play, I played a little bit of Halo. But dude, my um, my response time was so like slower when I was sick. You know, I couldn't like couldn't keep up with the with the people. So. Uh, I played a little Danganronpa, the first one. We mm. talked about that. Yeah. But even then, dude, it's so it's all like just reading. Like it's like a visual novel type situation where you have to like solve clues. I kept falling asleep the entire oh. time. I'm playing it and I'm just like dozing off the entire time. So I think I played that for about an hour and I'm like 15 minutes into the <laughs> into the game. But um, yeah, and then uh, I did. I got to play one of the new releases that we're going to talk about and I'll talk about that next. Um so what do you say? Let's should we move on to our new releases? Sounds good. Let's do it. Our new releases from last week. First up, Salt and Sacrifice came out on the 10th for PS4, PS5, and PC. So this is a sequel 
to Salt and Sanctuary, which is a popular, um, it's like a 2D fantasy role-playing game. It's like a Souls-like game where you've got bosses to kill, and it's the same kind of, you know, uh, the vibe, same look. It's dark, and it's, you know, really, uh, really cool looking. Yeah. This one, I'm hearing it's not as good as Salt and Sanctuary, and that's because they tried to add a, a Monster Hunter kind of mechanic where you can get, um, you know, you could keep killing these bosses and, and harvest their, I don't know, items and, and craft stuff and, and go from there. So um, otherwise, if you're a fan of the, the original, I'm sure you'd probably still be a fan of this because it has the same kind of, um, you know, the same quality 2D action role-playing game, but, you know, just a little bit more, yeah. so... This one had like a unique look to it, where it almost felt like uh, everything was drawn on paper in the mm. game. It is. Um, it's which, a really cool, beautiful game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, Soundfall came out for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, S, X, Nintendo Switch, and PC. This came out May 11th. Um, this one we had to include. It's a really unique game. This is one of the ones that they did talk about at that Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Um, and then when I saw it, and when I saw it was coming out right then, I was like, dude, we got to talk about this. So what it is, it's a music-based dungeon crawler, Diablo-esque, I'd say. But you have, there's music that plays, and you have to kill these things to the beat. And, like, the more you stay on beat, um, the more powerful you get. Um, it's just, like, all this stuff, like, goes along with it. Like, if you if you miss a beat, like, you have to, like reload your weapon so it's like you don't get that continuous flow and and just watching some of the the trailers for this i was like this dude i like music games and uh this is you know this is exciting i want to i want to check this one out yeah uh, i felt the same way after watching the trailer to this it looked pretty cool like you you line up the enemies you're waiting for your weapon to charge up and it's charging up to the beat and you gotta mm -hmm. release it on that bass drop yeah uh, how could you go wrong with that yeah it, and it's bright it's vibrant um and it's you could play co-op up to four players. So, nice. um, you know, that would be really cool. I don't know. Like, I feel like that would be different if you're talking because you got to, like, listen to the beat. You know, if you're playing, like, on headset or something with oh, someone, yeah. it might be uh, a little more difficult. But um, definitely looks cool. And it's, I think it's only, like, 25 30 bucks or whatever, too. So it's not a full-price title. Um, so, yeah, that one definitely, definitely went on the list, the wish list, as soon as I saw it. So we'll see. Um, next up. Evil Dead, the game, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XS, Nintendo Switch, PC. This came out May 13th. This is the game that I did have a little hands-on time with um, this weekend. So it's it's a really cool idea. So it's it's like a asymmetric horror game, kind of like Dead by Daylight, where you play you play with a group of uh, four people and you have to you know do these missions. And there's there's two ways to play you could play just a co-op campaign where it's kind of like back for blood where you're you're going through and it's it's pve um or there is like a uh, pvp mode where um it's the same kind of idea but someone else is controlling things which i still haven't really figured out how that works what they control um but it's really cool like at some points they can possess you they could do these jump scares where it like just puts like a screaming face on your screen to like throw you off so it's like there's more about it's more about controlling the action what's happening as opposed to like Friday the 13th or Dead by Daylight where you're just like hunting someone down. So 
I only played the survival part where you're one of the one of the four people, but I want to get a chance to try to play as one of the the demons and see what that's all about because playing on the other side, I couldn't really figure it out. But yeah, um, yeah, it's really cool. It's beautiful. The game is beautiful, um, and like there's tons of items, melee items, ranged like you know uh, shotguns and stuff like that, boomsticks, if you will. Yeah. And um, and then on top of that, each type of character. So there's four different types of characters, um, and each one has uh, a skill tree that you could then level up on top of that. So there's a lot going on in this game. Um, yeah, and it's all from all you know all the uh, Evil Dead movies plus the show Ash versus Evil Dead. So it's got like all these different skins and stuff like that. Very very cool game. Uh, only played it for a few hours, but I love it. Yeah, I was gonna ask if you watched the if you've watched the movies. I didn't even know there was a show. Yeah, yeah, I was a big fan of all the movies. Um, the show, I I think I only watched the first season. Never uh, finished that, but it's it's completed now. So um, you know, you could go back and, and binge it. And people loved it. People loved the show. It had the same kind of humor mm-hmm. as the the movies did, and um, you know, same budget really, I'm bigger budget yeah. probably than the, the movies for sure. But um, yeah, it, it was. Uh, it's a fun game if you know even if you're not a fan of the evil dead series it's a very well made um asymmetrical horror um survival type game so uh i definitely recommend it and i'm excited to to put a few more hours into it put some uh i'll put i'll be putting some of that gameplay up on the on the fruit lab for sure nice. all right that's it for our new release titles from last week let's get things moving with our news of the week First up, Sony is investing into its first-party games. So, um, literally and figuratively investing into it. So, they are, at a Sony earning call, they said they're going to be putting $300 million into their first-party studios. Now, that's like um, Santa Monica Games or Guerrilla Games. These are, you know, the studios that are putting out these big-budget games. Um, You know, uh, uh, God of War and, you know, those titles. There's, and they're saying that this investment, this, this time investment, this money investment that they're putting, putting into their first party games is paying off. And they showed some footage of, you know, the, their, their investment versus their return on these first party studios. And it's really, really cool to see um, how it is paying off for them. And it continues to pay off. You know, we've always talked about how Sony is the, the, the game company that has the, you know, the quality first party titles. And, um, you know, they're, they're going to continue to do that. And another thing they said, they're going to continue to put them out um, on multiple platforms. And that's been, you know, proving well for them. I mean, what we're saying, PC, you know, we're not yeah. going to see them showing up on Xbox or Game Pass. But that has been working out with the, with the new releases of their first party titles um, coming out on PC. And uh, there's been a nice return on the investment there. So, um you know, it's real cool what um, what they're doing there and, and that they're still making money. So so they said, we plan to increase software development expenses aimed at strengthening first-party software at our existing studios by approximately $308 million. Going forward, we aim to grow the game business by strengthening our first-party software and deploying that software on multiple platforms. So, you know, basically what we just said, just throwing money at it and just trying to, you know, make that money back. Um, but... You know, it's like I said, it's paid off and the software is doing well. Unfortunately, 
the hardware sales uh, is struggling. So they missed their goal by 3.3 million units of PS5s. Now, we know that's from, you know, um, all the issues, supply chain yeah. and, and, right. and scalpers and all this shit. So the, the machines literally not being available. Yes, yeah. people. They yeah, they scaled back their their production um, because they couldn't yeah they couldn't make it, so um, that hurt them. So the focus into software is you know it's a good idea keep uh, keep doing it. All right, let's talk about EA games in our EA games corner because we got a lot to talk about here. First of all, let's talk about EA Sports and FIFA for the first time in close to thirty years. There will be no more FIFA EA Sports partnership. They're calling it quits. Um, but EA announced EA Sports FC. It's their their replacement for, for the FIFA title. Now, we talked about it before, them losing the license. They're not agreeing to, to on a new contract with FIFA um, because of the money. They were asking for like a billion dollars every four years um, and, and a bunch of other stuff. So... We got a little bit more information about what that other stuff was during uh, a recent announcement. So so they said, under the licensing conventions that we had agreed with FIFA 10 years ago, there were some restrictions that weren't going to allow us to be able to build those experiences for players. Uh, and experiences they mean by, um, you know, having more stuff within the game. I'm talking about, like, custom modes and, um, you know, like how... People can watch trailers in Fortnite. They want to do more stuff like that with with the EA games. Um, And this $1 billion per four-year World Cup cycle was was a big part of that on top of not having the ability to, you know, do stuff with what they're paying for. There was a lot of restrictions that FIFA was laying out. Um, But they said, money plays a critical role in most negotiations, but the reason we are doing this is to create the very best experiences we can for both players and partners. As part of that, you consider whether or not your investment in one place is better or worse than an investment in another. So, um, So when we think about the future of football right now, we really made this decision on the basis of being able to deliver experiences that our players wanted. They told us they want they wanted more modalities of play. They told us they wanted to see more commercial partners in the game that are representative and authentic to the broad global world of football. They're telling us they want us to move beyond just the core experience and really build out this digital football experience. And they're telling us they want us to move really, really fast. Uh, the important thing to understand, though, is that you travel around the world and you meet with players who are really deeply engaged with our game. For a player in the UK, the most important thing... To- to them is the Premier League. For a player in Germany, the most important thing for them is the Bundesliga. In Spain, it's La Liga, and so on and so forth as you go around the world. What we're focused on right now is building very unique experiences for each of those fans in each of those markets, and what you've seen today is many of our partners come out in support of our ability to do this for our fans. So, very cool. So, that gives us an idea of what EA Sports FC is going to be. Now, um, what that plan is, is they're going to have... Um, so they lost the FIFA name, but they've signed up to 19,000 athletes, 700 teams, 100 stadiums, and over 30 leagues, including the Premier League, Bundesliga, La Liga, and UEFA. So, um, you know, they're not getting the World Cup content anymore. They're not getting that FIFA brand, but they've expanded now. So, like, all these local regions can play their, you know, their favorite, their group. You know, I could say Bundesliga more and more. I love saying that. (laughs) 
Now that is a that's a good detail to know for people because if I am like your yearly FIFA player, what I'm going to be concerned about here is does the game feel right? Is it like clearly made in the same engine they've been using for years? Does it work in all the technical aspects the way it has, with or without the FIFA name? Because if they can save a quarter of a billion dollars on every title, that's yeah. uh, that's kind of big. And wow, 19,000 athletes signed to it. Yeah. That itself is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. It seems like, you know, they've they've kind of just rolled with it. And it's going to pay off for, for fans of football, you know. Um, so, so that's really cool. And it'll be interesting to see what... FIFA ends up doing um, to kind of get that money back that they're not getting from from EA. So I wonder if you, we'll see a FIFA game coming out with another with another company or yeah. you know or, or what. But uh, until then, there I think there is another. I'm pretty sure there's another FIFA game coming out, or maybe it just came out. I, I'm not entirely certain, or maybe they're done. Who knows? What are we? The news. All right, moving on with our EA Games Corner. Uh, during an earning call, we got to look at some future offerings from EA Games. Um, some really cool, some really cool potential things on the on, on the horizon for EA. So um, there was a slide about EA's quarter four 2022 earnings uh, on the presentation, and it shows the next four months of releases with um, F1 2022 in quarter one, FIFA and Madden in quarter two. Um, and Need for Speed and NHL in quarter three, and then uh, quarter four, which was the end of 2022 into 2023, there was just PGA Tour. So those were the the you know the announcements coming out. Um, most of them we knew, and then they also showed four you know unknowns, and they are a major IP, a partner title, a remake, and a sports title. And that's all. They showed, but they did say that these four games um, have not been publicly disclosed. So, you know, to, to deduce what's happening here. So a major IP, um, you know, we know they're working on Dragon Age, Mass Effect. Those ones have been um, announced that they're being made, but we haven't got any full uh, official announcement from those. So that could be one of those major IPs. I don't know. You know what else uh, it might be. Um, as far as a remake, you know, people were talking Dead Space, but that one was officially there was an official announcement made for the Dead Space remake. So um, besides that, I don't know. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, stuff that it could be um, out there, but we're gonna have to wait and see about that. And then a sports title, people are speculating college football coming back because. Um, there's all all the other sports are are taken. They're all games are out there. I don't I don't know what else what other sports. Maybe curling. Nice oh, curling game. Yeah. So what what under EA's umbrella would you like to see? Um, for the sports title. Well, in general, coming out as one of these games, big yeah. unknown right now. Um, so like a, a big one would definitely be Mass Effect, for sure. Like that one. Um. I would love to see a new next gen version of Mass Effect um, and Dragon Age. Like I, I was always, I was a very big fan of the Dragon Age series. The last one, I didn't play through all the way. It didn't really um, do it for me. But yeah, those would be good. Um, what are some other EA games that? I was thinking Battlefront. I mean, it's it's been Battle a while. Front. 
they yeah. botched the last one. It's time for a revival and do it right this time. Dude, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good idea. Um, and then so and then this partner game they talked about. Now that we can talk, like there's all those EA originals. So the indie games. One of the big names on people's mind is Joseph Ferris. Uh, he did It Takes Two, uh, and then A Way Out prior to that. So he does those co-op games. Um, it Takes Two was like game of the year a hundred times over last year. So another something from him would be a, definitely a notable announcement. But yeah, other than that, we've gotten no information other than those four little clues. So a lot of speculation, and I'm sure we'll continue to speculate, uh, you and I, and uh, hopefully something good comes with it. Oh, yeah, I'm speculating so hard. I know you are. I can tell your speculation <laughs> faces is on. I can see it. Um, and then another announcement. EA announced that they're making a brand new Lord of the Rings game. Unfortunately, it's just a mobile game. So, you know. I, I When I saw the, the headline, dude, I, I was so excited, man. And then I was like, it was a, it was a letdown. It was a big letdown. But... Um, Everything I'm hearing, so this is, the, the game is going to be called The Lord of the Rings Heroes of Middle-Earth, and it's a collectible role-playing game, and it is um, it's being developed by EA Capital Games. They're the, the studio that's responsible for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, which I've never played, but everybody loves it. It's a mobile game that everybody loves. It's, uh, it's like a, another collectible RPG where it's like turn-based combat, and it's got like all the characters from Star Wars in it. Um, so people love it. So that being said, sure, I'll give it a try. I'll download it when it comes out. Yeah, so this is EA's first Lord of the Rings game since 2006, which was kind of interesting. Let's see if they still got it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it's getting to the point where like some of these mobile games are so good that they can yeah. be on console. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't write it off immediately. Um, yeah. We'll see what it looks like and how it plays and... Well, it's EA, so how many microtransactions are That's there? That's exactly it. EA plus mobile game, to me, just screams like microtransactions. So yeah. we'll see. Um, but like I said, everybody is a big fan of the um, the Star Wars game. So this one, it's going to be very similar. Turn-based combat, a wide roster of characters from across the vast universe of The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit um, with high-fidelity graphics, cinematic animations, and stylized art. So... Who knows? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt just based on, what was it, the Return of the King? What, what was the, do you remember, have you played any of the Lord of the Rings EA games? Don't think so. So, the, the dude, they were so good. Um, the Two Towers and Return of the King, they were like action role-playing games. And, like, you could play co-op. Amazing games. I, I, I want remakes of those. Yeah. Maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe that'll be the remake that they make. EA, if you're listening, do it. All right, that's uh, let's close let, let's close up the EAA corner door and uh, you know hopefully never return. Just kidding. We'll be back next week. All right, next up, let's talk about Nindy Nindy Nintendo Indie World Showcase. So they just had one of these, uh, the May version. They seem to have them fairly regularly, um, but this one it was 20 minutes. 15 games and uh you know let's just talk about a handful of them what were your what were your favorites from the show did you have uh, some favorites 
Yeah, a couple of the standouts for me, and I've, I've seen articles saying that this was like the standout title uh, from this list of games that was announced, Gunbrella. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's it's hard to describe because it seems like several games that I've liked mashed into one, sort of like a yeah. SteamWorld dig. Sort of, it's a 2D side-scroller, I be- believe, but it's got like the older uh, 16-bit graphic style to it. Um, looks pretty interesting. Yeah, and then and, the other one was... Uh, and the gun silt. umbrella. Don't leave out the gun umbrella. Oh, yeah, the gun <laughs> umbrella, which is also like a parasol and a... Uh, he does some like zip lining on it. Yeah. So a little uh, like a, a one thing does all weapon. Yeah. Seems like. And then the second game I was interested in was uh, Silt. I played a lot of uh, Limbo and Inside, those sort yeah. of 2D side scrolling, uh, figure your way out of this weird, surreal yeah. situation. And this is like that uh, black and white and in the ocean, like underwater, um, yeah. dripping with style. Definitely, yeah. All those games are always like very stylish, but the puzzles are always like really well done. So, um, yeah, that's a good one too. For me, Wild Frost, this one was like, it looks like Animal Crossing meets like a deck building, like roguelike. It was very, yeah. very strange. We have to like farm these like creatures, and then you, I don't know what happens, but you get like, um, you have to build a deck and then you fight in these battles. And, um, yeah, it looks really interesting, and it was really cute looking. Like, all these little cute creatures. And then Cult of the Lamb, also very cute looking. Also very satanic, demonic looking. It's like this weird, like, um, it's like an action-adventure game. Uh, I know it's, like, randomly generated uh, rooms. And, you know, you play uh, a lamb, I think. And, um, you know, there's demonic uh things and yeah. you have to like build a community and collect resources it's like very very weird yeah it looked like there's some farming and everything in there yeah uh yeah. and the style of it it i mean it reminds me because it has that evil aspect of like binding of isaac i was and say, the sort of yep. three quarters view thing but in my opinion this one looks a little bit better than the binding of, of isaac style yeah so it says specifically it says um you play as a possessed lamb who is saved from annihilation by a foreboding stranger. Throughout the game, players will need to repay their debt by building up a community, conquering dangerous dungeons, building research and mu- resources, and much more. So, really uh, interesting idea. But yeah, those were those are faves. You could definitely go watch um, the other you know twenty minutes. There were some really cool looking indie games in there as well. Um, but yeah, we're not going to go through all of them just because. Um, we got other things to talk about, but I definitely, yep. you know, if you're a fan of uh, the Nintendo Switch, if you're a fan of indie titles, go check out the the May uh, Indie World Showcase. Sega has big plans for us, FC. Lots of possible games on the horizon for them. So um, they had an earnings presentation, and uh, during it, they kind of outlined their plans for um this next fiscal year and one of the plans include multiple titles um that Sega considers to be remakes remasters spin-offs um that sort of thing so they um they gave some examples of like games that they're talking about uh, like Sonic games they got coming out Super Monkey Ball that Lost Judgment game came out last year from the Sonic um or <laughs> from Sega so those ones they, they sold well, um, but now they're hoping to sell more, so they're increasing the amount. Now, um, they're aiming to publish 13 games this time during the same period, up seven from last year. 
So we know about Sonic Frontier, Sonic Origins, Soul Hackers 2, Endless Dungeon, and Two Point Campus um, being announced. But there's a, you know, a bunch more that have not been announced. So oh, yeah. as far as remakes, remasters, spinoffs in the Sega world, is there anything that you would like them to make? Yeah, uh, what I was looking at, there was like a really nice list of possible um, older things that mm-hmm. could be revived, like Crazy Taxi. Didn't even know that was under Sega. But yep, that would have been How about a, a modern Crazy Taxi? Yeah, that sounds awesome. We talked about uh, a, a, a possible, I don't know if it was a rumor or what, talking about a Crazy Taxi as a games as a service type thing where like it's a big open world and like you're constantly like upgrading your car and like get doing all this stuff like that would be that would be a lot of fun yeah yeah that uh panzer dragoon i played a little mm-hmm. bit of that i think back on the playstation yeah i remember playing that and being terrible at it because that was when i first realized that like i can't do flying games oh, yeah. i'm terrible at them yeah uh i didn't play it but shinobi i know that was a big one i think yep. people would be psyched about uh, a re maybe not a remake but like a re uh well reboot yeah yeah too many rewords exactly <laughs> Virtua Fighter, yeah, that, Virtua Fighter, some of these that, would be awesome. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, Virtua Fighter. Jet Set Radio, you ever played that, dude? It was an inline oh, skating uh I remember it. They always promoted game. the uh, they promoted the Sega Dreamcast mm-hmm. with that game. It looked yep. awesome. Yeah, that game was a lot of fun. So, yeah, it was like inline skating and, and spray painting. And that one, I think, could do really well as a, you know, as another multiplayer title. Res. So, yeah. There's a lot of, of possibilities, but um, yeah, hopefully they'll they'll be able to to put out some good games. That's the, that's the only thing. Just you know, especially because if they're doing remakes, reboots, a lot of these are um, beloved by a lot of fans from from previously. You know, and that's the issue yeah. you have with a, a remake or a reboot. You have to make a quality game in order for it to to resonate and for people not to be upset that you just took a shit on one of their favorite titles. You know? Yeah. So. Um, you know, who knows what, uh, what we'll see, but you know, they have, there's a lot of possibilities to work with. And if they're trying to churn out 13 titles, um, and if the Sonic games do well and you know, who knows, like, like this is a, this is a good thing for people that are fans of, of older Sonic titles. So yeah, absolutely. We'll have to keep an eye out for, for that. But yeah, dude, crazy taxi. That was a fun game. And, uh, no, I would definitely uh, like to see that one back again. All right, we got some news about Gotham Knights. Uh, there was a new trailer that showed off the Nightwing and Red Hood, uh, showed them playing together. And uh, with that trailer, there was a little note that they included saying that um, there will be no um, PS4 or Xbox One games. So this had been previously announced to have... Um, these last gen versions available and they you know they just snuck it in there that they will not be um making um the the focus only on the 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 next gen current gen um titles so um you know people were a little upset by that not myself i got a ps5 (laughs) so you know hit the road you uh last gen nothings but um yeah uh uh I'm very excited about this. I've talked about it regularly that, you know, this game is going to be dope. Um, there was some speculation throughout there, too, that there's going to be four-player co-op, but then they did confirm that it's only two-player co-op. So, you know, don't get too excited. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what do you think of that overall 
where we are in this space right now where a lot of people can't get the next gen consoles or they're like ridiculously expensive and I thought it was helpful that they were going to release this on you know. old, old last gen consoles. Yeah. <clears throat> I agree. It's tough though. It's it's definitely hard for because whenever they do that, whenever they split from last gen and current gen, it really makes everything harder for the developer um, because it's a big difference in what they're doing. And then like to try to find that line with what they can do on the the next gen the you know titles versus where they have to scale that back i mean we saw it with cyberpunk worst of all you know they tried to create this game that they could still have on the last gen uh versions and it it blew up in their face you know so it sucks for people that can't get a new console but um i think it would suck more for warner brothers as a developer to like put out a broken game. Like if there's gotta be a reason that they cancel this, either it was just too much effort um, or if it was, if something was wrong, but you know, um, there has to be, you know, some reason. Cause like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of PlayStation fours and Xbox ones out there. And to not be able to make this available to all that, that huge player base, there's gotta be a reason, you know, you're not just throwing away money for, for nothing. So I think that whole cyberpunk thing, like it really set a tone going forward for what they should do or can do when it comes to, to, you know, last gen titles. Yeah. You know, like you say, it's a gamble for them because they, they want a game that lives up to its potential. And if it has to be like, uh, for lack of a better word, neutered for the previous generation of consoles and, and what they're capable of, then yeah, you're going to get a low reviewing game that people aren't going to buy. But if it is the best game on the new system, then everybody's going to buy it once they get, you know, the new console. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and then it'll be, it will be available on PC for, you know, if people don't have a, an extra console, but still have a decent gaming PC. But, you know, um, it, it, it'll, we'll see. We'll see. It comes out October 25th, um, you know, unless there's another delay. But, you know, only time will tell. We'll see about that one. But, yeah, I'm very excited. I always love the the Batman games in this uh, series. And now, um, you know, coming from a fresh perspective, I think it's going to be a really fun game. And the trailer looked dope. So yeah. um, that, that got me really hyped, too. Um, speaking of delays, we got a couple big ones. So Starfield and Redfall have been been delayed to 2023 um we don't know much other than that no other release windows or dates um starfield was uh, originally set to come out november 11th um redfall we didn't have a, a date but yeah now both pushed to uh the first half of 2023 so um were you, were you really upset about this one you know i've been hearing bits and pieces about starfield over the last couple of years and yeah. I am interested in in that when it comes out but you know I'm not like you know there's so much to play that I'm not like hyper focused waiting for any particular game to come out. Yep. Redfall I wasn't even aware of until this news came out. Yeah. Yeah, Redfall I've been Redfall I might even be more excited for than Starfield because of the aesthetic of it. It looks really cool. Um but I I figured that one was was 
a ways out still because we haven't heard anything. Like you said, like you weren't even aware of it, you know? Um, yeah. All right. So Bethesda, uh, they tweeted a, a statement. They just said, uh, we've made the decision to delay the launches of Redfall and Starfield to the first half of 2023. The teams of Arcane, Austin and Bethesda Game Studios have incredible ambitions for their games. We want to ensure that you receive the best, most polished versions of them. We want to thank everyone for their excitement for Redfall and Starfield. That energy is a huge part of what inspires all of us every day and drives our own excitement for what we are creating. We can't wait to share our first deep dive into the gameplay for both Redfall and Starfield soon. Thank you for your support. So, yeah, it's... um. We've talked about it many times. I know you and I are both pro delay if it's going to make the game better. You know, yeah. it sucks when you're looking forward to something, but you can't you can't release a broken game. Make yeah. the game not the anymore. Best it's going to be no, no, not in this post cyberpunk world. Exactly, and you never should have been able to. Anyways, I mean, we're even see like it it it's too much as it is now where these games are coming out and then they have the day one patches and you know, all this stuff where it's like the games are still not coming out completed, but at least they work, you know? Yeah. The the bar is so, the bar is so low right now. So, you know, just, um, especially, yeah, Starfield dude, people are like fervent over that game. There is a, you know, it's, um, you know, the next big Bethesda game, it's going to, it's going to need to be, it's not going to need to be amazing. So, yeah. Take the time, make it great. Um, and then just real quick, talking about games, um, there was a possible leak of new Silent Hill. Um, we There was some images that were released onto Twitter by a um, Twitter user named Aesthetic Gamer, who has previously leaked things that have been right. So, you know, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but... Um, you know, just these pictures that showed that it's, uh, you know, one picture showed a messy room, uh, a red corridor with notes covering the wall, a woman's face that has been partially unpeeled with messages like, I hate myself and Minger exposed underneath their skin. So um, we're led to believe that this is a British uh, Silent Hill title, and uh, mm. that's all we know. Is it so. solely based on the word Minger? I think is? so. Well, then there was also um, uh, on one of the walls, it said he's not the messiah he's a very naughty boy which is a line from monty python's the life of brian so um just that plus minger leads gotcha. us to believe um that it's a uh, a british thing you know that plus there was like a, they showed a, there was a nando's yeah. outside and uh all the zombies had british accents yeah they were wearing topping hats oh, gosh um so yeah well we'll see if that's true or not but i, I you know i'd love a new silent hill game i, I don't know if you've, you're a fan of those at all they're spooky yeah all right that's it for our news of the week we got anything else to add no we did it that's it all right let's talk about a brand new content creator of the week all right this week we'd like to recognize the legend of manu as our content creator of the week, this guy, um, big like Nintendo fan. I mean, that's an understatement. This dude plays like oh yeah, a lot of Zelda, Donkey Kong, Super Mario, like all that stuff. Um, he's on Twitch regularly playing. Uh, I know he's played Valorant too, so not entirely Nintendo based, but heavily Nintendo based. Yeah. So 
Um, but yeah, dude, I watched some of some of the clips he's posted on Fruit Lab. My favorite, he he does like these, um, you know, best of Twitch moments or his outtakes from Twitch moments. The funny parts. This dude is having fun, man. He's got a good Twitch following, um, and uh, they're having fun there. I wish I want to go see. I want to watch one of his live um, uh, Twitch things. I haven't been able to see it yet, but he looks like you know he he, um, he plays with his his uh, fan base, and it looks it looks like a lot of fun. Um, yeah. As we spoke about a little before this, uh, this is somebody who definitely has partner potential, uh, we were thinking. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, when he does, like, Twitch highlights, it's not just a quick moment from the Twitch. It's, like, a two-minute-long video of several put together, and yeah. that's that's appreciated. I like seeing a lot of good content put together. That way I don't have to sort through 15 different videos yeah. to find the good moments. Exactly. Um, so, I, yeah, yeah, I thought an interesting part from his bio... He says, my goal is to give everybody a great time and share my love for video games with you. I love playing games with the community and creating friendships with nice people on here. My dream is to be an actor in the future. I would love to play the typical German in some movies. So, and, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I would love that. Yeah, he's, uh, his accent is great. I love his, uh, you know, his German accent. He sounds like, uh, um, who's that one guy? Um, I don't know. Flula Borg? Yes! You nailed it. The only German accent guy I could think he of. He sounds like him, and it makes me laugh ever just when I hear him talk. Um, so yeah, so yeah, he's he's got a YouTube. Uh, he's doing his thing on Twitch. So um, we'll put his uh, a link to his page in the show notes. Click it, follow it. Go check out his videos. I guarantee you will enjoy yourself even more so if you like Nintendo stuff because he's oh, doing yeah. a lot of um, you know walkthroughs, playthroughs of of a lot of the Nintendo titles. So um, yeah, go check that out. And that brings us to our finale. What about now? You got anything to add now? Absolutely nothing. All right. You're bringing a lot to the table, and that's what I like Oh, to I hear. know. That's yeah. what I like to hear. Listen, I was only the one laid up with COVID. Just, <laughs> and now we're back. And you know what I did do while I was, while I was uh, out sick? I created a TikTok page for us. Gaming oh, News nice. Weekly is now on TikTok. Bringing highlights of our uh, episodes regularly, um, so you know if, if you're watching this show, you've already got all the information. You, you don't need to go there. But if you know, if you just need a but quick you fix, you should definitely yeah. should. But you know, if you just need a quick fix, find out what we're talking about. You could go there and watch, uh, you know, a little little snippet. Yeah, if you haven't seen the week's new episode yet, go there and get you a little injection of what you need. Exactly. That's exactly it. So, uh, in addition to that, um, you know, you could find us Fruit Lab. It's where you find all our sweet gaming content. Uh, I'm Erock the Red. He's a uh, full clip there. Um, Twitch, you're doing your thing. Full clip underscore FL. Um, YouTube, Pop Culture Playground on YouTube. And um, the audio version of this show, anywhere podcasts are available. Um, if you're getting it from Spotify or Apple Music um, or Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and um, tell us uh, tell us how much you love us. And then, yeah, and go to TikTok. We, have, uh, uh, we need followers there. All right. Anything else now? No. I knew it. All right. Thanks so much for watching. We will see you next week with more video game news. Bye-bye.